It is Lala Kent. With Randall, we are back. (laughs) Back together. The last two weeks, we decided to have other people join us on the podcast. Yes, we have brought the Give Them Lala with Randall team, the originals, together. What are you talking about? We're the originals. Yeah, you and I. But your podcast with Bo and Jax. No, that's right. I listened. I listened to your episode. Did you listen to my episode with Stassi and Brittany? Why do you got to call me out like that? Wow. Dude, I was busy making a film here in Puerto Rico. And you know I listen to every episode, so that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, I will say, ours was really, really cute, but... Your guys's was cheesy and ours was really funny. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go against that. Um, I got a lot of great texts and people said they want more of the dad podcast. Well, people said they want more of the po- the mom podcast okay, too. Okay, you know what? I'm putting it out there. Let us know which one you liked more. Well, obviously they're gonna like you because you're always. famous. I'm not, not. You get way more love than I do. Okay, here's the thing. How about we just every month. Or not every month. We every- should just be supportive of each other when we do stuff. Yeah, so why are you why are you coming at me? I don't get it. We're both what, what very the fuck? competitive. No, but what the fuck? I just woke up. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with you. And I'm like, I'm on like trial. Can you <laughs> I stop? Love, I love good competition. No, but not within our relationship. <laughs> oh, honey, when we're podcasting, we are hard at work. Okay, well, first of all, I just want to tell you this. I love you. I'm very proud of your podcast because I did see a lot of great comments and I am very grateful that everybody out there was so excited and cool and supportive of the dad podcast. So we're definitely bringing that back. Uh, And Bo and Jax are all about it. So it's going to happen. You guys were really cute. Stassi said it was like reading a script. Like they sat there and said every single thing they could possibly say. For everyone to be like, oh, they're going to be the greatest dad, <laughs> <laughs> which is so true. I'm going to tell you, I really liked it. And I'll tell you why. I didn't know what I was walking into. And Jackson Bo were so fun and such good spirits. And so they were just great. And I had a great time. And it's nice to see like the three boys hanging out, doing our thing and talking about the future. And it was exciting. And then I know when I saw you and Stasi. And Britt come in the office. I don't, I didn't get to watch, but I saw, God, like everyone had like the pregnancy glow. It was, it was really, really nice to see you guys together. And we're all just, you know, creating life. <laughs> you are no creating. big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So we are, for people that don't know, we are in Puerto Rico. Yes. Um, we are working, which is really nice because it's been seven months that we've been on the sidelines so this is this is refreshing and you're about to start a film and i am about to start a film so we're down here and there was a hurricane which is actually as we speak passing back through florida but we got you know the remnants of it that you know we didn't get hit by it but we got the remnants and it was like nasty it was nasty huge surf undertow we know that two people lost their lives here in san juan in the in the ocean yes uh so it's been really, you know, we've seen a lot of devastation within the islands and we've seen devastation in Florida. And um, well, I was talking to people on the film who are, you know, staying at the hotel because we obviously have to quarantine and do things like that. But and they're locals. They were saying anytime something like that happens, 
they have PTSD from the last hurricane that left them. Oh, it was in complete shambles, and people. The no, the island still had this island still has not recovered no. from the hurricane. The the, uh, the hurricane that was catastrophic. You know, I I don't. I grew up in Miami, and I grew up you know in the Caribbean, back and forth, and so I have a, obviously a soft spot for this part of the world. And it's people don't realize how vulnerable. I mean, most people, I guess, common sense is you you understand, but unless you grew up like I did in Florida where hurricanes are a common experience and occurrence. And um, the islands are so vulnerable, there's nothing they can do. They're right in the path. You know, they're they're usually at a really, really strong category by the time they get to these islands. And they just sometimes a direct hit is, is you know, they, they can't recover and lo- loss of life and loss of economy and, and people's homes are gone. And it takes sometimes years just to get them back on track. So... My heart goes out to everybody that has been impacted by this recent hurricane. And, it, you know, thank God the people of, of uh, Puerto Rico weren't directly impacted by this one. Right. So switching subjects, as I like to say, pivoting. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> I'm from Utah. I don't know much about hurricanes. I've only seen them on the news. But people on the I West know Coast. That they're yeah. absolutely devastating. But. No, and you're like the weatherman. Well, I'm also well. People don't. People do know, I guess, because I brought it up. But I am a horrible flyer, so right. I study radar, Doppler. I study all of it. The winds, the 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 wind shear. I study everything because I'm just a bad flyer, and I feel like the more I know, the more control I have, which is right. a complete fucking myth. No, you're. But it makes me feel better. Okay. It makes it no. But that's all that matters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like all these people that are talking about like. I pray before a flight and everyone's like, why does that matter? It's like, it makes them feel better. So just shut up. All right. right? I pray before every flight, as you know, I pray when I land and, and, uh, so far I've had no incidents. So I'm just going to keep it going. Just keep it going. I feel like when I'm in the air, I swear I always say this, but I feel like God is holding me real tight. So I just want to, that's very sweet. Yeah. Um, so you're praying he doesn't drop you. Oh, I'm praying. First, well, great. I'm flying today, so thanks for that. Um, so I have a question. Uh, I like in the first part of our segment because today we don't have a guest. Today it's just you and me, Boo, Aww. as you like to say. Um, will you spill some tea? Because it's been a minute. What should I spill it on? I, I don't know. I'm not in the tea game, but just break it down for me. Uh, you know, I don't want to go here, but I guess I will. Are you familiar with Real Housewives of Orange County? I know the show clearly, but okay. I don't. I don't know what's going on with the they show. They have br- a brand new cast. Any OG? Yeah. Tamra, Vicky, the OG of the OC, gone. They're just not on it anymore. Oh, uh, so I knew all the originals because I love. You that show. wouldn't know a single person. We had Bronwyn on. Right. Who was who was so kind. And Amazing. sober and just awesome. So Bronwyn, yes. shout out to Bronwyn. Well, there's this woman on the show. Her name's Kelly Dodd. And she's awesome to watch. Okay? She really is because she's that crazy. Me being someone who has also been crazy on and off Vanderpump Rules. You know, I take it to the internet and social media. So I can understand what she's doing when she's doing these things. She went on a freaking rampage on Bronwyn. It's always somebody, but she's on social media 
granted, when I was doing that shit, I was like 25, not mid 40s. So right now she's attacking Bronwyn. She was like passing by her house, filming her license plates, asking her if she pays taxes because she has Florida plates. And I thought it was so gross. I, I don't like when reality TV stars don't know the difference between we're filming and now you're like kind of harassing people, you know? Right. It's like, so there's calm a down. Line. So you're saying the line was crossed even for... Don't film re- someone's fucking license plates. A woman who is on TV, who has children, why are you doing that? Why are you filming her license plates? And yeah, Kelly, of, Kelly, of course, was like, what? They're license plates of a Florida address that she doesn't live in. And I'm like, it still is just like an invasion of privacy. Like, you're done. You're done filming this season. Like, take a rest. Take a rest. You know, you always say that. I know what it's like to yeah. have drama for four and a half months. Like, just kick your feet up and enjoy for a second that you don't have to go toes with anybody. No, you. I'll tell you something. You always say that a lot. The one thing I, I always laugh is you say. We're filming for four or five months. Now the show's over. And why are you still stirring the pot? Right. Right. Like, like meaning, meaning we're living our lives. We're all move. You know, I don't know. You always say that. And I, and I, I find it, you know, I, I feel like there's never a line that ends in your world. It just keeps going. The thing is, is when, when cameras are up, we don't need to draw the line. All right. Cameras are up. You're getting paid. I'm getting paid. Like, let's do the damn thing. When cameras shut down and they're like, great season, guys, give it a fucking rest. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know? Wow. Please give it a rest. I gotcha. And I also have a soft spot for Bronwyn because I know when we spoke to her, she was like 290 something days. That was amazing. But by the way, I want to say one thing. It's like, don't fuck with Bronwyn. No, no. Bronwyn, Bronwyn, we got to protect. We're the inner circle of Bronwyn. But I want to say one thing. Bronwyn has bigger things to deal with (laughs) than you, Kelly Dodd. All right. And I will say something else about Bronwyn that I will. Seven kids. You're right, Leslie. We have Leslie Emmett. Leslie Emmett, everybody. Right. The mother is sitting three feet from us. Yeah. She she really wants on this. She podcast. also passed She's me a note. Th- Leslie, will you read it for me so I can gossip more? Well, when you were talking about the OC, right? I was talking about Shannon. Wait, hold on, Locke. Give her the mic so she can say the question, have her moan. Because she's right. she is not not being on this podcast sitting two All feet right. from us. <laughs> she can't Okay. So I have watched some episodes of the OC, but honestly, it's so bad this year. And the stupid story is all revolving around Shannon Bedore saying that so-and-so's house is yeah. really small and dingy. And then when she was called on it, she went, I never did that. I never did that. I never did that. Mom, put the mic up to your mouth and don't move. How can you have seven weeks of, she said, I didn't say, blah, 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 blah. All right. And Leslie Ammon has given her question. And now Lala will answer because I have no clue. So your mom and I talked about this at lunch because I was like, what's it about? You know, like I, I've seen clips. I saw the clip of Bronwyn, you know, coming to terms with the fact that she's an alcoholic. But she told me, here's the thing. Why do these people when I film? All right. If I'm going to go with Katie and talk shit about Stassi, this didn't this never happened. I'm just using an example. I then am going to go to Stassi and be like, by the way, I said all of this about you because they're going to see it anyway. They're, you know, like, 
we're going to know exactly what you said. And Bravo is so epic with cutting their shows together or whoever the production team is behind each yeah. show that we're also going to have the the throwback scene of what you actually said. They're just really good at editing. It's amazing. Anyway, I, that's the tea. Well, by the way, by the way, I think thank Kelly you for Dodd the tea. Awesome to watch on TV, but sometimes I need her to give it a rest because now she's with like a really legit guy. She's with like some news. Bronwyn, I want to give her a lot of love. I'll tell you why. I had no idea she had just gotten sober, literally. And to the fact that you that she shared a story about getting sober during filming, right? uh, Gold medal, gold medal for anybody getting sober. Gold medal times three. Trying to do it on a reality show. So God bless her for that. Yeah. I, I have a, a fun story when we come back. Uh, we're going to have to take a quick break for our incredible sponsors and the ones that write checks. So there we go. We're going to take a break. I love it. And we're back. Me and my husband. Well, fiance. <laughs> you rushed that. You I am skipped so it. S- you had a shot April 18th. You had a shot September yeah, you get the title shot okay, in July. So can I tell you something? Next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Can I tell you something really funny? Yes. So my mom's side of the family, my mom's side of the family is very like Southern Christian, right? Okay. Just so, like you. Just like you. Just, just like, like you. Exactly. Right. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. And... So my mom was calling her side of the family, you know, her aunts and uncles, which would be my great aunts and uncles, and so on and so forth, cousins. And she said, you know, Lauren is expecting a baby with Randall. Yes. And they're... I'm glad that worked out. One of the uncles (laughs) was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know that they got married. And they're from like Georgia, so they have that accent like this. Love it. So she's like, I didn't even know they got married. Because obviously you get married, then have a baby. And my mom goes, we kind of just passed that exit. We just <laughs> kept it moving. <laughs> and you know, they don't I'm know sure what they... to say. They're older. And they were like, Oh, great. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, but I know your family and I met pretty much most of them and they're they're very easygoing. Like even if they have their values of different religions and different That's things. That's what I love about them is they don't project them onto you. No, they <laughs> No, they're they're very cool. I Please mean Please don't project your awesome values onto me. Listen, when, right? we, when we met and I met your dad and your mom and your brother and everybody for the first time I met and then I met obviously other uh relatives. You know, I, I was probably a little apprehensive at first because, you know, I'm a couple years older than you, like two or three. So, <laughs> uh, but the good news is, is that they didn't give a shit. They were just like, Come, if, if my daughter loves you, uh, well, I don't even know why I tried to do an accent. If my daughter loves you, you know, we love you. So it was, they were very open arms. I have a funny story okay. that I didn't think I was going to share. Wait, is this what you were going to share before the break? Correct. Okay, good. So this is a great story. I, I mean, great for us because there was kind of a good laugh. A little bit for us. Okay. So, you know, COVID, obviously, we take very seriously, both of us. And and because we're in the entertainment business, because we're in the entertainment business, we have to test pretty much every three days. And we do PCR tests. We've been doing it for seven months uh, when we're working in pre-production, where we're shooting. It is very, very, very serious protocols that we do follow. Can you explain to our listeners who don't know what that type of test is? 
That test is usually a PCR usually refers to, and I could be wrong, but I'll double check, but it usually means the, the test has to be developed in a lab, not just a drop in a solution and et cetera. So they're considered the most uh, authentic. So, okay. so we've been doing these PCR tests for seven months now. We test our crew on the movies. We test our office, you know, every three days. We were very, very diligent. So this has been going on for a long time. You've been tested a, a, a trillion times. I've been tested. I'm getting tested again today. Exactly. So my mother, and, and I'm not going to get into all the details surrounding, but I just want to get to the kind of the key part of the story. The I'm, juice. Get to the juice. The juice. My mother, and this is funny now, but it wasn't that funny then. My mother took a COVID test and the lab that tested her gave her a test that I've never heard of. And it was a saliva spit test, which I've never seen. No, it was ridiculous. Okay. It was cough really hard, now spit, make sure there's no bubbles. Right, right. It was it was just very odd. And I and I've taken pro I've taken, I can't tell you, dozens and dozens of tests over. Right, COVID. right, right. Uh, and so is my mother. So my mother's used to the the PCR and the nasal and all that stuff. So we all take this uh spit test mm-hmm. and <laughs> and the results come back and I'm negative and Lala, you're negative and my mother they call me the doctor and they say, we're a little concerned. And I said, what do you mean? And they said, well, your, your mother's test. I, I need to speak to your mother. That's how it went. And I said, well, you could just tell me, no, no, I, I need to speak to your mother. Cause you know, this is confidential. So I'm kind of freaking out a little bit, but my mother takes a test almost every week just for safety. She went and saw my sister who just had a baby. So my mom gets on the phone <laughs> and I swear to you, she looked like from the Jewish mother from Miami, <laughs> To Casper the ghost, she looked like no. She saw the ghost, and and she hung up the phone. And not only <laughs> no, 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 but she went from hanging up the phone to these words: "I'm positive." To the bathroom, and did not come out of the bathroom <laughs> for about two hours, and literally looked like she was downing. I don't know what she was downing pills to calm her down, whatever she was doing. And I said, "Mom, you're not positive. It's definitely a bad test." Now. Having been around testing for a while now, a good amount of time, I, I know that this was a test that didn't feel accurate. It felt like didn't shysty. feel legit. It felt shysty. It felt shysty. So for I sure. w- I got really upset because you know, as a son, you want to protect your mother and you don't want to see her upset. So she went into full breakdown mode. I mean, the highest level. And and I then, of course, we had to protect ourselves in case she had COVID, but she had no signs, and she's seventy five. So she didn't like that until the age. But anyway, so she put her mask on, which we then were about 26 feet away. Instead of six. Keep in mind, Leslie wears hazmat suits. When she gets on a plane. Yeah. Like she does not Have play co- games. No. And let's keep in mind that I took two tests just before I traveled and I got negative, negative PCR nasal swab. Hunky dory, no symptoms. Okay, so we knew. So the bottom line is, Lala and I knew my mom didn't have COVID, um, but it wasn't funny at the time because obviously you're very concerned if my mother gets symptoms and you know she's older and she's at risk. She and, didn't have any symptoms though. It would be like someone. But I said saying, if she did, we were worried right, for a minute. But I kept trying to calm Leslie down. No, no. Number one, I, I knew, I knew it was days. a bullshit test. Number two, I was like, it would be like someone saying to you, like, by the way, you have the flu. You're not going to know you have the flu. 
Like, you're going to feel fine. But just so you know, like, you have it. Like, all right. Cool. All, all right. right. So, so keep going. Go, so to the, no, no, go to the next three days. No. So the next three days became a barrage. I would say a machine gun level. I've never seen anything like it. Of text messages between her, my sister, and my father saying, you know, just the concern, and then my mother every minute because we had to retest her. So we retested my mother with a proper PCR test Correct. in the nose, and that took two days to get back. And so for the next two days, my mother was basically in a coma in her room, medicated <laughs> to, <laughs> deal, to deal with whether or not this was true. Now, three days in, I go, Mom, you don't have friggin' COVID. You don't have a single thing. But if you do have COVID, you're quarantining, waiting for the results. You're doing all no, the right things. No, but this is how powerful the mind is because she was like, I'm starting. I think I have a sore throat. Then suddenly her real test comes back negative. She's like, my sore throat's gone. I was like, weird how that happened, right? Yeah. Weird how that happened. But let me just add, but let me just add what a trooper I was. Yeah. I stayed in a 12 by 12 room all by myself with my paint by numbers, my television and my knitting. Well, Not even room service. Well, you didn't have a choice, mom. You 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 potentially had COVID, so you were following protocol. But but and I and mother, I, I'm I, sorry. I'm going to give her all the props in the world because to be stuck in a hotel room is brutal. Brutal. And not only that, I just want to say this. To be first of all, watching a loved one have to be trapped and all, you know, and you have to monitor in case something happens and you have a doctor on standby and all. I did all those things. But luckily, she had no symptoms and it was a bad test and thank God, but that was pretty inst- insane and intense. But I knew after after 48 hours I felt pretty good that you didn't have covid. And I also know that you're not around anybody. So, I felt pretty good about it, but it still was nerve-wracking and it was a crazy experience because I think that's you know, I've had a lot of friends now that have had COVID. So have you, Law. But, um, and, and a lot of them, thank God, have been, you know, mild symptoms. Uh, some of them a little more extreme. But we've been pretty lucky for us that COVID hasn't uh, affected our direct friend group as much as, you know, other friends of mine have experienced loss of life and, oh. and hospital ICU and all types of uh, really horrible things. So I'm glad we made it through and I'm glad my mom is safe. And, uh, but, but I think she texted me. I, I tried to do a count. I lost count at about 60 or 50-something texts. But again, my mom had all her candy, all her bonbons, and... Uh, and peanut butter and, and jelly. And, oh, okay, stop with the peanut butter and jelly. You, you, now you're acting like you went to prison. It was. <laughs> it was very similar. <laughs> just the thought, just her talking about it, I was like, girl, no. I would not have been down. It was brutal. It was brutal. Okay, so, so we're out of it. Everybody's negative. We're testing. Boom. Life has gone on, and we are here. Yeah, and we're ready to shoot tomorrow. And what's really going to be cool is I'm like three or four days shy. Okay, so I'm like I'm 19 weeks pregnant. A week is only seven days. So it's like I'm five days shy. It's like, bet you're 19 weeks. I'm 19 weeks pregnant. And when I look back on this movie – I'm going to be able to say to my kid, like, you were in my tummy. Oh, I just said that to you this morning. I was cuddling you this morning. and I was holding our baby, the, the bump, and I said, how cool, we both said, we both said, how cool is it going to be that, like, when our daughter is six or seven. Right. Well, because it's an action movie, probably 13, 14, <laughs> we will show her the movie and be like, there's your mom and there's you 
in your mom. That's Pretty cool. Crazy. Pretty cool. It's really sweet. It's not just like a picture. It's like it's a moving picture forever. So. I know. And I said after this movie wraps, I'm shutting down. Like, we can do the podcast because this is easy. But as far as like other things. We're not going to do the podcast because it's easy. We're going to do the podcast because it's fucking awesome. No, but. But say it's awesome. It is awesome. Say it's I awesome lo- with love. I love doing the podcast. Say it's everything. It is everything. Say it's your being. Okay. You're getting carried away. Okay. You're getting carried away. This is like when last night he asks me, would you die without me? I was like, no, I wouldn't die. But like, I'd be very upset, you but, know, but like level? a piece of my heart would feel like it was missing. Oh, mine would just be gone. I want you to always say that to me. I want to feel like you would just die for real. <laughs> That's really literally. And you, and you just a piece would be gone. Like a, the like, boy should always love the girl more. Leslie and I talked about this last night. Okay. That's so <laughs> such bullshit. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, I know you love me the same. The point of this is I want to, after this movie, I'd like to go into my pregnancy, you know, the last however many months and just enjoy the hell out of it. Okay. I have a question yeah. because we can't do, which is my favorite game because we're not in the studio. My favorite game, as you know, is Mystery Caller. So we can't do that today because we don't have the, the the jack to make the call. We also, it's also four hours. Puerto Rico doesn't do daylight savings. Right, so, so now we're four hours ahead of Yeah, but I could get somebody would... on in New York or Miami. Oh, my gosh. But we don't have, we don't have a thing, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So we have my mother here. Yeah. So I think it's a, a, a I, I want to ask her a couple questions about when I was in her stomach. Was I an easy pregnancy? Was I a kicker and a fighter? Did I come out slip and slide or did I come out kicking and screaming? I'd like to know a little bit about your pregnancy, mom, with me and, and, and give Lala some insight. Well, first of all, let me say that I never threw up. I was never uncomfortable. I carried Randy perfectly. He was so good. I looked like I didn't have that thing where some people are carry high or low. I was like a barrel with legs. <laughs> and it was disgusting. So anyway, I went into labor. I went in the hospital. I had no idea what to expect. My pregnancy had been a breeze. Randy had been a wonderful boy in my fa- in my stomach. And then I went through labor. Oh my god. Was he a big baby? Normal. Normal? Normal. What is normal? Like seven, eight pounds? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I was screaming so hard because- No the... epidural? No. Oh. Oh, gangster. Oh. No. Nope. Gangster. Nope. Yeah. So wait. Yeah. So they tried to give me something in my hand, but it didn't work. So I'm screaming. The doctor came in and said, you have to be quiet. You're embarrassing me in front of my other people. Well, the next morning I was hoarse. And yeah. Randy was quick. He came out quick, okay. but not quick enough. So the next morning, these two nurses were in my room, and I said, oh, my God, labor was so terrible. But I had this wonderful bundle of joy, right. but it was horrible. She said, oh, you young mother, say the same thing. But meanwhile, I'm hoarse. I can't right. talk. I said, we well, didn't hear about me and the yelling. She said, oh, yes, I know who you are. But anyway, Randy was a very good baby. He got his name from a flip of a coin because Ethan, my husband, and I couldn't agree on the name. That's so wrong on every level. Wait a second. You flipped a coin to know to pick my name? Yeah. 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 That's some bullshit. You're telling me? I would have never. Why would you do that? Because my father, who is like the strictest person in the world, got tired of Ethan and I discussing names. So he said that we're going to flip a coin and whoever wins. And what was the other name? 
oh, I would have used Alexander or Jeffrey Michael or something normal. And so for I'm, the I'm glad I got Randall. Wait, so for the first <laughs> year, for the first Alexander, I like. I loved it. Do you think I can do a name change legally right now? No. And it was my grandparents' name. Okay, so you guys flipped it. Hold on, you're in the hospital when you when you flip it. The baby's out already. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm I'm out. The baby's well, out. You know they won't let you out without giving a name. Okay, hold on. So I come out, and your father says, "Flip a coin. I've had enough of this shit." Yes. Wow. That's yes. Next exactly. Level shit. So re- so Ethan got to pick of all people, Ethan with his great imagination. <laughs> My dad is not the uh, most creative, but incredible dad. All right. My mom is a rookie here with the phone on. But listen, so mom, I want to thank you because that was a great story. Great share with us here. Um, we're going to have to take a quick break law again. And when we come back, when we I w- come back, I'm going to let you know what my mom almost named me. Okay. And, and when we come back law, I would also like you to share with people. Yeah. How you're doing, how you're feeling and where you're at in your pregnancy. I love it. Okay. Sweet. We'll We're back. Can I tell you all I'm thinking about is am I going to be the next victim of Kelly Dodd? Oh my God. Well, dude, you just lit her up. So, I mean, I, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? She's Kelly, gonna... it's nothing personal, babe. No. Just... What was it? Business? This, this podcast? Oh my God. Just... <laughs> Randall loves to li- Lindsay Cron in me sometimes. That is not true. Listen, okay. I want to just for the record say this. I don't know about dropping the tea or spilling it or however you drink it. So I have to look to you because you know this stuff. So I ask you because generally you have so much knowledge about what is going on. I do. And you know what's? I'm getting, even Stassi said it, you're getting really soft. Really? Yeah. I don't buy buy that. You know, when I do this thing where I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm so sorry I did that to you. But you know what it is. But can I tell you why I think that is? Why? I think that you're, I think that you're nesting right now, and you're getting ready for your baby. Yeah. And I feel like you're, but but at the same time, law, you haven't missed a beat, uh, a skip in your step. You uh, have not missed a skip in your step. Thank you. All right. So now that I've gotten that off my chest, Kelly, don't hate me. Please don't come for me on social media. I'm very hormonal. <laughs> <laughs> I cry about everything. Um, Kelly Dodd's definitely coming. The, I know. <laughs> shit. I don't know Kelly Dodd, but I, I, I but I, I was intrigued by hearing the story. But at the same time, uh, I'm sure I'm going to say probably Kelly Dodd's a very nice. This person. is why she's on a Housewives franchise show, and I'm on Vanderpump Rules. Um, moving on, my mother just listened to this. Was going to name me Deandra. O M G. I kid you not, Deandra, because she was obsessed with Michael Douglas's wife at the time, Deandra Douglas. Not my favorite. Not your favorite. I go, what would my what would you have called me? And she was like, I don't know, D Dion. I was like, mother. Wow, girl. Next level. I would have gone by dear Dion because there's no way I would be having anyone call me Deandra. Am I ninety? Do you imagine an infant? Wow. So anyway, they settled on Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> it's right in the wheelhouse. It's right in the wheelhouse. Totally. Um, so how was, by the way, how was it to have all the girls back together like Brittany and Stoss and you in the same room? I, By the way, I know we see them and, and you know, but not like, like we used to because of quarantine and all that. Right. But 
I mean, it must have been a fun day, the three of you, baby talking and oh stuff. Oh my gosh, the funnest. That's <laughs> all I want to do all day, every day, is talk about babies. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys, What? because uh, I know what I learned and what my takeaway from the boys was, and because and, I was there. Right. But, and you listened to it and you loved it. But what what was, uh, you notice how I just pushed that on you, you loved it. <laughs> I did love it. I really did love we it. We had a good I time. I thought it was very sweet. But what did you take away? Like, was there anything new you learned about the girls that you didn't know or, or things about how they're going to raise their kids that you didn't know? Because that's that was very exciting for me to hear Jackson both. You know what? I was the most shocked by two things, actually. The first one was that Brittany and Jax had tried to have a baby for six months, which, wow. you know, most doctors that I've been to, like OBs or ones that I've spoken to, have said, if you try for six months, come in so that we can check you out. After a year, we really need to see what's going on. Okay. So I was shocked to hear that she and Jax struggled, which many women do. And I love that we touched on that in the podcast because like Stassi said, it does. If you watch our story, it does look like it was just something that was so easy and like, oh, you want a baby? Here you go. Like they're giving them out for free. And it's not like that. It's very difficult to get pregnant. So I was glad Stassi touched on that and we got to discuss that. Oh, see, that's nice. See, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, see, to me. And like, a lot that's... of women actually reached out and they said, thank you so much. Like, we laughed with you. We cried with you. It was oh, a really great wow. podcast. See, Anytime I, I can have listeners feel like they relate is a good day. Good day in the podcasting studio. I, I agree. I think the whole reason we do this and people probably don't realize because we're always joking and jabbing on each other and well life is really heavy sometimes and i want to be like the light (laughs) (laughs) you are the light the sunshine (laughs) but but i but i'll say i think that our biggest like for both of us we always talk about this is that i think connecting with people right and them and them like being inspired by the podcast or learning something from the podcast or sharing their story with us is probably the high for me and i know it is for you so that's cool definitely and uh, then the, the second thing was that Stassi, Stassi has never burped or farted in front of Bo, her now husband. I was shook by that. She goes, I get all the stomach aches in the world holding them in. I was like, oh, girl. Brittany goes, girl, open up. It was really funny because she was talking to us like she had done something like so crazy. Bo heard me burp the other day. Oh, my gosh. I was like, girl, please. Stassi, <laughs> I'll give you mad props. Mad props. Shut up, Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. I will never get tummy aches. Or, tummy aches? Nope. You let it rip wherever you are. You let, what are you <laughs> tummy aches? Can, can I take a moment here, please? Let I it rip. I wasn't always like that. Lala, we are laying in bed, having an intimate, quiet moment, cuddling. Intimate. Quiet, cuddling Playing moment. cooking craze. You're playing cooking craze. I don't play that game. I, don't, I play the... The wood game. The Keep wo- going. Woody. And, the woody. And then it's silent. And as night falls, and all is quiet. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I'm so sexy now. No, and then, <laughs> You are sexy. You're sexy. You're just a real chick. Real, real chick. <laughs> 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 Baby, I love you. And you know what? The thing is, you are the sexiest girl I know. And honestly, I just feel like 
we keep it real. One hundred all. We don't know any other way, baby. <laughs> we keeps it real. Should we? Should we sign off with one of our? Um... I think we need a couple questions from the fans because I love that. I, we're by the way, so you, in sync. I by have the way, voicemails. if you want Stacey to cut that, she can cut it. Just I, the part about where you fart. Yeah, I'm not that. Most of my following is girls. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Okay. Here's we're gonna listen to a couple voicemails which we haven't had okay. in a while. Hi, Lala and Randall. This is Teresa. I was just calling because I just wanted to share with Lala, like, about the whole bump thing. I was listening to your podcast today, and I was thinking back to my first pregnancy, and I'm like, girl, you are pregnant with baby number one, and baby number one, it takes a whole lot longer to show. I think I was, like, five or six months before, like, I actually, like, popped. And then when I did, it was like, whoa. Anywho, I just wanted you to know that maybe it's because you're, you know, you're fit, you work out, you're pregnant with baby number one, it's just going to take a little longer. So I just wanted to give you a little love and let you know, don't worry about that at all. However, I do want to say that baby number two, it comes fast and furious. So hold on to your hats. I love you guys. I love your podcast. Looking forward to hearing more from you. And I can't wait to see that cute baby. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. Love you. Bye. I love her. You know what? We we talked about bump shamers on yeah. the girls episode. Oh, you did? Yeah. And there were so many cute fan pages that posted about it. They were like, they see you. They hear you bump shaming them, so stop commenting on their bodies because it's rude. And then they went through, they keep going through and deleting any mean comments, which I was glad. Um, I want to, that's what I'm going to start saying. I'm not showing yet because I was so fit before. I was just so, I was just in such great shape before. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's <laughs> what I'm going to start telling people. That'll make me super punchable. All right, next, next voicemail, boo. Hey, Lala and Randall. This is Meredith from Orange County. I love you guys. been watching and listening to your podcast since the beginning. Um, Lala, I'm super excited for you to have a baby, and I'm curious to know if you plan on showing any part of the birth on Vanderpump Rules, if you guys resume filming, or if you plan on kind of keeping the baby a little bit more secret behind the uh, cameras. Great podcast. Keep up the great work. Randall, you make me laugh my ass off. Um, you guys are amazing and such a cute couple. Uh, have a great day. So the question is, if given the opportunity or or you have the control to say so, would you actually show the birth of our baby? I would give them a full-on knocked-up movie shot. I'm just kidding. I'm have a, you seen Knocked Up? I can't. Yes, I can't, I can't have a um, conversation. <laughs> here's my thing. I would be so down for Vanderpump to film it. The problem is... Is that like, say with keeping up with our Kardashians, like when you watch them giving birth or they're, you know. Oh, I didn't even very, know they did that. They did it on the show. Yeah. And oh. it's really sweet to watch because the whole family gets excited. Vanderpump is like, that's my storyline. Lala's giving birth. Cut over here. And, you know, Tom and Katie are having an argument. Cut over here. This is all made up. You know, and it, you're, you're just it's just another storyline that's fit into a bunch of right, other so bullshit. Right, so you don't know. You don't so have I an don't answer. I don't know that I would okay. do that. But posting on the gram, yeah, in her know, giant you, turban bows. Do you know what I think you'd do? Because I just know you well, but I could be wrong. Yeah, Sometimes tell me, I am. tell me. I think that you will, like, when they start filming again, I think that you would show, obviously, your whole per journey right. to your delivery day. And then, you know, maybe going into the hospital and then, you know, photos 
private photos that we would take and then pick you up with the baby leaving the hospital. If I was right. uh, if I was producing the show, now again, I know shit about reality TV, yeah. but if I was producing a show, like that would be, I think, give you your 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 quiet, sentimental moment with me and having the baby and obviously going through labor because yeah. that could be, you know, that's going to be intense for you. And I just have to be there and be loving and patient and supportive, which yeah. I will be. Yep. And I yep. think coming at, coming out of the hospital, you know, then you can share your bun- our bundle of joy. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people don't realize, and we're, and we're running out of time here, but I just want to say, people don't realize what a what a what a soft you are. Every day, I think almost every day, probably for at least the last two or three weeks, you have asked me multiple times. I think it's just so endearing and beautiful. You, you always say to me, and I don't think people see this side of you as much as I do. You say, you know, I wonder what she's going to look like. Yeah. Oh, are you yeah. going to cry? No. <laughs> I can't even picture so, her yet. <laughs> so I just I just think it's really beautiful that you are so excited to meet your daughter. And I just, people don't see that side. So I love you, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> So she's going to be beautiful just like you. Please, God, don't let her look like me, but let her be as smart as me and a go-getter. <laughs> You're hot. Okay, but let's just take your side of the looks. Because it's a girl. Yeah, That for sure. And also you're hot and beautiful. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've had a lot of fun with you, babe. And, and, and we're out of time. So, I love you so much. This was a fun podcast, babe. I love you. And now we're sending you back home to LA and I guess... Mama's got to get to work bringing home the bacon. That's gangster. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, awesome. Right? Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Give Them Lala with Randall, and we will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.